Hello, welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is season two, and it's episode 88. And as we approach our 100th episode, I invite you to help me decide best way to celebrate. Would you, would you like to maybe have a special episode for our 100th? Some ideas include doing a question and answer session or inviting listeners to share their favorite Bible verses and and why those Bible verses are meaningful. Or perhaps you have another idea. I've got a few weeks before the 100th anniversary, so if you have an opinion, and don't we all have an opinion, please visit on Facebook or on Patreon.com and share your thoughts and ideas. I would appreciate with one caveat. Don't do it tonight. You see, your day is over. You don't need to look at any more screens or respond to anyone else's requests for information or ideas, or time. All of your tasks are done for today. Anything that didn't get done today can wait until tomorrow when you are well rested and energized. In tonight's episode, we are going to read from the New Testament. As we have done in Bible bedtime since the beginning, I will alternate between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Oftentimes, the one chapter, occasionally, one book we read from is significantly shorter than its corresponding book. When that happens, I finish up reading 
the chapters in the book of that other testament until I finish. And when I finish reading each book of the Bible, the season is complete. It is so important to our human brains to have signposts along our journey. Our 100th episode is really just an arbitrary number that as humans we have decided means something. And that's okay. <laughs> there are many rules to being human that we have control over. One of the reasons we struggle to measure time and mark time is because our human brains are simply not capable of comprehending an eternity that is timeless. You don't need to ponder that because your brain isn't capable. It is perfectly fine to measure your hours, your days, your years, your achievements, your struggles, your goals, and episodes of Bible bedtime. It helps us keep track of our lives. Another thing that helps us stay on track is sleep. Sleep is something we have done since before we were born and we will continue to do it throughout our lives. And while there may be those rare days when you don't sleep, those are very few and far between. Most days, nights are spent with eight hours of sleep. And now is the time for you to fall asleep. As we do each episode, we will take three deep breaths. Here we go.
Mark 5 They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God. In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus send us among the pigs allow us to go into them he gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs the herd about two thousand in number rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind and they were afraid those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man 
and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had yet instead of getting better she grew worse when she heard about jesus she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought if i just touch his clothes i will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? Oh, you see the people crowding against you. His disciples answered, and yet you can ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid, 
just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kaum, which means, Little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 